If you're trying to make any kind of meaningful, effective change in your life, well, you have come to the right place because that is what my expert guests and I are here to help you do. Welcome to We're Talking Shift. This is the podcast where all we do is talk shift because when we're stuck and need to rise to a challenge, make a health shift, a relationship or an emotional shift, well, the first thing we have to shift, my friends, is our thinking. That is the antidote to feeling stuck. I'm Lori Bischoff, and I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get busy. Hey, good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of We're Talking Shift. So, my special guest today is all about turning your life and mind into medicine, which is pretty much what we are all about here on We're Talking Shift. If you have been listening for a while now, then you know that holistic health coach, as a holistic health coach, everything that I talk about and invite my guests to talk about is always involving up-leveling some aspect of your health. And that could be physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. So I know that you are going to love what Dr. Cassie Huckabee is going to share with us today. Now, before we bring her on, uh, let me just give you the deets on her so you know what she is all about. Dr. Huckabee is a naturopathic physician and founder of Grit Natural Medicine. Through her own journey of healing the impossible, she discovered unshakable truths that she now utilizes through her medicine to help others realize their true potential and optimal health, and ultimately shows them how to obtain freedom from the medical system. Yes, Dr. Huckabee's passion is to provide medicine that heals and education that demystifies healing. Her medicine weaves together the modern world of quantum medicine with the unchangeable truths held in ancient wisdom. She helps her patients understand the language of their body through a deep listening and understanding of how things, including the mind, neurology, and soul, impact the body. She focuses on all that encompasses the human being and believes that with true understanding, truth, and grit, you can do what most say is impossible. And above all, Dr. Cassie Huckabee believes, lives, and teaches that your life is your medicine. So with that being said, welcome, welcome, Dr. Cassie. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I'm delighted that you're here, and I so appreciate your time because I know that you are probably bombarded with a lot of people dying to work with you these days. I'm certain of it. Yes. So living, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're tired of the old way. We're tired of the deception and the lies and the limitation. And there's been a huge shift. I think that's one of the most beautiful things that has come out of this chaos that we call this time right now is just mm -hmm. this unquenchable desire for truth and for it to yeah be a lived truth, not just something we read about and think about, but something that we experience. So mm -hmm. it, it's definitely a different season and I'm just honored to get to yeah. be here and work with people. Yeah. It's interesting because on the one hand, you know, you see, you see really every element of the spectrum of how people are reacting and responding and behaving throughout this massive 
global shift that we're in on yeah. like every aspect, you know, from from politics and ideology um, and all the way down to, you know, our health. Mm -hmm. And so it's uh, it's interesting to see so many um, different behaviors and responses to this. And, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like I feel I feel bad on the one hand for people that are still in a in a very fearful state yeah. because they don't they don't understand how much power they have within them yeah. Yeah. yeah but then i'm excited for those that do have an inkling of that do have a grasp on that or at least have the willingness to start learning about it mm -hmm. i'm excited that that there are going to be way showers for yeah for those that are trying to find their way through what is a very scary and, and uncertain time for a lot of people. Yeah, I think exactly that. I think one of the things that I have seen about this time that's so powerful is due to the blatant uncertainty. So um, not that uncertainty isn't always here, but mm -hmm. we, are, we are being forced into admitting that we are uncertain, that we don't know certain things. And within mm -hmm. that, we don't have confidence within our capacity and our ability to take the next step forward for us because we have been trained to rely on a system to rely on a medical industry to rely on all of these different things external to us and then when things are shaken up what settles or what you're left with is everything that's actually true and for a lot of us we are not living in homes that we built so we don't even understand our foundation, what's happening in like the yeah. walls, the roof. So then you do not feel safe no matter what, because you did not build your home. So then mm -hmm. when the ground starts shaking, your confidence can't be in there because you just moved into something that was built by somebody else. Right, right. So this is where we're at now is it's demanding us to look at every part of our lives, which is massively uncomfortable because with the programming and with the way that we think and needing something external to ourselves, we've also lost the self-respect and self-reliance of being brutally honest with ourselves and understanding that we are our biggest obstacle most of the time, which if that can be true, then the alternative is also true that we are our greatest power and yeah. that we have been the whole time, but we're in this uncomfortable time of standing on our own two feet. And mm -hmm. not looking to how everybody else is reacting to determine how we are feeling. Right. So this time yeah. is drawing out so much truth that it's not new. Right. It's just here it's, and in our space. Yeah. Being revealed. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just newly being revealed at yes. a different level now. Yes. Yeah. And now the, the intensity of that input is demanding us to have a response and output. Mm -hmm. um, that's in direct proportion to the intensity of this time. And most of us don't have the things in place right. to be able to respond to it or to buffer it or to be well, despite all things. Right. Because right. if we are well, we are well, and it doesn't matter the circumstances. And so this is just a time of massive opportunity. I, I even in my own healing journey, had I not been pushed back into a corner I wouldn't have had the availability, the openness, right? Which is kind of what you hinted at towards um, the beginning of this too, was just this openness to say, maybe there's something different. Maybe this thing could feel better. Maybe I don't have to be terrified and locked in my house every single day 
maybe I am the most powerful thing. And it doesn't matter what they call anything. It doesn't matter what's going to come out next week, next month, or in a year, because if it is true, it stands and it's, it's true. It's right. not true except for in 2023. It's not true except for in March, 2020. It's not. And so a yeah. lot of people had so many conditions mm -hmm. layered onto what they think is being powerful. Well, even people that are more naturally minded, they were shaken up too. Cause it's like, do you really believe in what you say you believe? Right. Or yeah. is this just a conversation piece? Is this just a trend? Is this just fun? Is this, you know, right. a status yeah. symbol? Like yeah. what parts of you are real and what parts are counterfeit? And when they're counterfeit, they don't hold you. And right. this is such a beautiful time of demanding every individual not to look external anymore, but to mm -hmm. shut everything down and say, what do I believe? And how do I know that I believe it? And if I believe it, if I'm not acting in that, mm -hmm. in accordance with that, then what's coming up for me? Because yeah. none of this is yeah. an external thing. All of this is an internal game. Right. Which is completely opposite of what, you know, the your average bear is thinking exactly. if you if you have been conditioned yes. to to um worship false idols shall mm -hmm. we say mm -hmm. and lean on uh you know the, the false idols of medicine the false idols of doctors the false idols of other leaders you yeah. know whatever it is particular crystals i don't care what it is um there are, all of those things are wonderful in their place until you feel like you can't function without them mm -hmm. and that you don't have what you need if all of that goes away yeah. that somehow you are lacking and yeah. you don't have you don't have the the capabilities exactly. um, to um, to write yourself or to yeah. rise up to whatever challenge you need mm -hmm. to rise up to. Yeah. yeah, that's such a powerful point um, because what I see a lot with people when we're trying to heal is they've done everything. Most of the people that I get have done all of the treatments. They've gone to week long events. They've done everything, top dollar everything, and they come to me exactly saying that like nothing is holding. And that's where I always tell them, you know, you have to change to change. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to change to change. Mm -hmm. That means everything that informs your physical body has to change. And what informs your physical body is not just the food, the hydration, the supplements, yeah. the herbs, the crystals, yeah. the lasers. Yeah. That is not what it is. And so to right. flip this on its head of even to say what I'm trying to get people to understand um, within this world too, is that the medicine is not the supplements. If that were true, we'd have a nation full of healthy people. The right. medicine is not the pharmaceuticals. The medicine is not the surgeries. The medicine is not anything that happens in the hospital, but we've been trained to think that if we can pull back and say, those are tools, if anything. Some of those are actually poisons, but we'll just generalize and say that they're tools. Right. Okay, so then what is medicine? It is what you think, breathe, do, feel every single second of every single day. You are dosing yourself all day long. That's medicine. Yeah. And so your then mind you, is medicine. Exactly. Your mind your is mind. medicine. Your life is medicine. Your being is at medicine. Just your whole experience is medicine. And if you don't have the outcome, that is what you want. If your health is not a reflection of what you want it to be, it's not the tools that have to change. It's the medicine and the medicine is what are you, how are you thinking? 
mm-hmm. are you doing? Because that's the other thing too that we've got going on right now is we've got a bunch of people saying they want to be well and they want the system to crumble and they want all of these things. And then they can tell me how many celebrities are pushing a, a jab or whatever we want to call it, but they can't tell me how many people have spontaneously healed from this or that. Right. So what are you actually paying attention to? What was your medicine right there? Because you're not reaching for the medicine. You are using all of your capacity as a human being to consume something yes. that is poisonous. And so then we have to really like go back and reclaim everything that we think we knew, flip it on its head. And like, even within medicine, like you have been lied to with regards to what medicine is. And like, yes. if you just simplify everything and be like, if it is medicine, then why <laughs> we've got more medicine than you could ever imagine. Right. Every kind right. you could like possibly need doing like so many different mm-hmm. things. Why are we not well? But we don't question those things. We're like, nope, that's there. It exists. It always has. My parents believed it. My grandparents did. Da, 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 da. It's such yeah. a, a great thing. Why? Right. Well, I think, yeah. It, it, you know, and this is one one of the things that I love about your messaging around health and healing is that it always boils down to it always boils down to understanding like the inherent powers that we're endowed with, um, with regards to our bodies and our minds, um, learning how to use those powers and then truly how to inhabit your life. I mean, everything kind of boils down to those elemental things. Mm -hmm. And it's just, um, it's, it's crazy how you see so many people, and I see this with my with my clients all the time too. They're so unbelievable, unbelievably disconnected mm-hmm. from their bodies yeah. and from the power of their mind. They have this amazing, you know, capacity, this amazing energy yeah. that is um, either underutilized or or misused, misdirected, yeah. and and it's like you have you have a, you have this magic within you. You could call it magic. You could call it, you know, the spiritual substance. You could call it energy. You could call it vibration. You know, you can call it whatever words you want. But it always boils down to that that very you know special that spark yeah. that that is what you know gives us all life and that amazing power that we have to to shift to recreate to heal to adjust you know whatever it is it's just it's right there and so the the satisfaction of being able to help somebody turn into that and then watch them realize Mm -hmm. right what they can do by themselves with themselves is uh, there's nothing more fulfilling than Mm -hmm. that but I, I imagine like when you have clients that come in, as you alluded to earlier, that say, I've, you know, I've tried, you know, a dozen things, mm-hmm. it, there must be an element of, of, I don't know, unlearning almost yeah. that they have to do in yeah. order to get from point A to point B to even be open to considering that maybe they have more power in themselves than they ever knew. Absolutely. Yeah. And that that's exactly what we do. Um, if you have a visit with me, the first thing that we do is we don't go and manage all the doing, all the supplements, all the diets, all the, we spend majority of our time combing through your 
neurological programming because it's a very real hardwired thing. So we've got to acknowledge that the body does work in a certain way and we honor mm -hmm. that. And now mm -hmm. we work with it. And then there's another component that is these, you know, hardwired subconscious belief systems that will sabotage everything, no matter how much you want something, no matter how much you're doing to achieve that something. Yeah. It just is because of the way this world works, it is literally impossible to get the outcome that you want. And this has been set up exactly by design. We have been studied more than almost any freaking creature on the planet. And it, this is all by design because they know that if you are not aware of what actually creates health and mm -hmm. what actually creates dis-ease in the human body, and you're always chasing the actual physical body and the physical manipulation of biochemistry, physiology, you will be doing that for the rest of your time on this physical plane with, you know, yeah. mostly better because there are some physical components to this existence, sure. but that is not what's at play. And so mm -hmm. when this is happening and this is just as real as gravity, so people will be like, oh, what? I don't believe in it or whatever. It doesn't matter. So like if you and I right here speaking are like, okay, well, we're in a group that we don't believe in gravity. You can't see it. It doesn't always work because a monk levitated a you know, hundred <laughs> years ago. So it's not a, it's not, right. we don't believe in it. Well, if yeah. you drop a pin right now, it falls to the ground. Mm -hmm. So then we can like intellectualize and like convince ourselves that it's still, well, something, it was just a rare, whatever it works because mm -hmm. there are certain laws on this physical plane, yeah. even though we can't see them, they are happening and yeah. what most people are doing is all of this capacity within the human psyche within the human body within just existence is being used against them every single second of every single day and then they take a supplement to undo something that's on the level of the metaphysical background and just it doesn't you're on the wrong playing field so i always tell my patients like you come in and you have to wash out because if you come in trying to push your beliefs on me that this is not going to work. It's got to be a complete washout where you put up everything on the table and say, I tried it all. And this is the level that I am today trying it all. So what I'm going to do is now just give everything up for grabs. I don't know anything. Cause that's what I had to do in my own health journey it was like, okay, mm. I knew a, just a fuck ton. I knew more than almost anyone. I could talk research better than anyone. And my health was not a reflection of somebody that should be healing anybody or helping other people heal. And yeah, then it was like yeah. this big newsflash to me of like, okay, well, I know all of the stuff and that doesn't help anything. If anything, it made it more difficult for me to overcome what I had to overcome because I quote unquote knew so much about it. But then mm -hmm. when I just went to rock bottom and said, you know what, every time I try to get one of those things to be proven to me, it can't be proven. So then I just kind of got pissed off and said, okay, all of this is up for grabs, allopathic yeah. medicine, natural medicine, holistic, integrative, all of you, all of it up for grabs, because until you prove yourself to me through my lived experience, I'm not going to buy into your belief system again. We're a, a bunch of people that are just dizzy with belief systems. And so if you're coming to me to get another belief system, we got a big problem. What I need yeah. for you to do is just to wash out, see what is true, what is real. Very. Aligned with natural principles, natural laws that happen, even if you don't want to admit them, just like we talk, I talk about placebo all the time. We talk about this, mm -hmm. this brilliant, beautiful thing that we have the, we should call it something different, but we only look at it as some annoying thing in research design that goes up against 
right. a pharmaceutical drug or an intervention or a therapy, a therapy or something. Yeah. Like, this is happening every single day. Oh every yeah. 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 Placebo and nocebo all yeah. day, every day. All day, and every day. And you might the, as well use yeah. it to your advantage. Right. You might as well understand it and then admit how it's affected you. Look yeah. around at how it's yeah. affecting other people and then figure out that that is a amazing tool that you could be using yeah. to, you know, enhance your own health and, and yeah. life and well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to come back for a minute to, because um, um, you talked about, you know, be becoming a doctor. You started out, right, in, in allopathic medicine, mm-hmm. and then you obviously at some point um, decided <laughs> to go a new route. So what, what were you going through or what um, issues were you trying to figure mm-hmm. out just personally that has... Yeah you know, helped you make this shift and put you on this new path? Yeah. So I was, um, I thought I was a really healthy, you know, child, healthy young adult. Um, and then in college, um, health started declining a little bit, but nothing severe enough to make any drastic changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, grew up in West Texas and we're very, just very traditional in everything that we do. Um, but then I had a series of vaccines in college And then it was kind of the tipping point for me. And so at that point, um, I started presenting with multiple autoimmune conditions. And then because I was studying to go to medical school, I, of course, go to the (laughs) industry that I'm about to buy into with my life. Um, Mm -hmm. And they basically said that they could suppress my symptoms, which could cause just a whole slew of additional symptoms that were more severe than even what I was experiencing. And so I just took a pause and then I kept going back and I just kept accumulating words. (laughs) And then at one point I was like, so what can we do about it? Cause I'm in my twenties and like, they were like, well, it's just your genetics. And then I look at my family. Who's a very strong family. We all grew up on the farm. They're, they're so strong. And I'm like, I don't think that's true, but okay. But at that time I had no idea of everything else that could um, impact my health. Yeah, and you're still then, trusting in this institution. Well, it was the only medicine. thing I knew. Yeah. Right. And so then there was just this absolute heart crushing, defeated moment, you know, being sent home saying, like, there's nothing you can do. Good luck. Like, the future of this is not good. And then you're just in this story that you didn't even know existed until five minutes ago. And your whole world changes. And it's not pretty there. It's not a good whole <sighs> world change. And so in that moment, I just went home and tried to be, you know, really practical, really like simple in my thinking. And there was just this overwhelming thing of like, I'm about to give my whole entire, I've worked my ass off to -hmm. go and be and do and be a doctor and all of these things. And I need help right now. And I went to the people that are going to be me in a few years and they sent me home or they're going to give me something that could destroy other functions that are currently working in my body. And then just the simplicity of my thinking in that moment was like, what in the world am I about to? And so I was just defeated. Mm -hmm. And in that kind of like what we touched on earlier, I was wide open because I had no options. And like, when you have no options, you have to be available. If there's any hope in you, if there's any like maybe I can survive this, maybe I could be different than what you say the prognosis of three of these are much less all five. Yeah. But I was just at this, like, just stalemate in life of like, I don't, I don't want to go and do all of that because they couldn't help me at my Mm -hmm. lowest point. And so then, but I had put so much 
value in that industry, in those letters, in that degree. Mm. And I was looking at everything that I had done up until that point, I'm just going to throw it away because I find out last minute, right before the big crunch, mm-hmm. that this thing is not what it seems to be only because it had not, it could not help me. And I yeah. was young. And so yeah. this whole thing just like blew my mind wide open to where I was available enough for a moment in a coffee shop where I overheard someone talking about a voodoo doctor. And because I needed anything at that time, I was available for the information because otherwise I would have been so hard headed and like, this is medicine. That is not, you know, all of that stuff. That was the world I was in. Like we did not value natural medicine. We did not value herbs. We did not value even like diet. Mm -hmm. No. And look healthy so that in like how you looked mattered more than how Mm -hmm. you felt. And so that was the reality I was in at that time. And then life just crashed in on me. And I found this integrative clinic and I went and shadowed just out of pure curiosity. I wasn't wanting it. I just was like, what is a voodoo doctor? <laughs> like, I got Right. That's crazy. So wait yeah. a sec, before you continue, is this, <laughs> is this, are we, are we moving into a going rogue story or is that? Or is are. Gonna be okay. All right. I feel like my on. whole life might be a going rogue story, but yes, this was the start. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Continue. So yes. the voodoo doctor. The voodoo doctor. So got my attention out of just necessity and desperation. And so I show up to um, shadow at that clinic and it, uh, I always say it was like breathing for the first time. And it wasn't anything that anyone was trying to sell me. I thought I was in the twilight zone because like um, I had come out of the hospital setting where we would spend maybe five minutes with patients. We would already have their prescriptions on the pad prior to walking in. Sometimes we referred to them as their number, not even as their name. You weren't supposed to have emotions if someone passed. Like this was the world oh I was gosh. used to. Yeah. And then I come into this clinic and we spend two hours with the first patient. I'm like, what is happening? And we care about how they feel. And we ask questions about what they experience in their life and how they eat and move. And, and I just was like, it was so unfamiliar, but somehow it was the most familiar thing I'd ever experienced, even though I'd never experienced it. Isn't that crazy how yeah. something that's so natural was so um, yeah. far-fetched from you? Like, you're yeah. like, what is this? And it's like the most real natural thing exactly. in the world. Yes. Crazy. And that's and that's kind of, I feel like that's not an uncommon story for a lot sure. of us, unfortunately. We're yep. so separated from all that is real here and all that is true. And so yeah. we're living these illusions that don't feel good, that don't nourish, that don't hydrate, that don't oxygenate. And we're wondering why we're suffocating, why, why we're dehydrated, literally, spiritually, soul, mind, body, like why our bodies are not doing well. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was me. I was the, you know, living example of that. Everything looked okay on the right. outside. Yeah. Yeah. As and long as it looks good, much, you know, don't, don't mess matters. with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it was just like, you know, hide it too. make sure mm-hmm. nobody knows you have all of these things going on, just like hide it and try to, you know, change the way you walk because you know, when you start losing sensation in your feet, you start, your gait changes and it's all just this <laughs> massive act to hide what your experience is. How draining. And so, yeah. And, and I feel like this is what a lot of people experience too. Like how much hiding are we doing? What if we took off everything and said, you know what? I'm hurt. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I'm confused, but that's not what we're doing. We're all stepping up and being like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. This is good. Everything's good. We're all happy. And then we're dying 
by ourselves behind doors. Right. And, you know, and I'm sure you experience this too with um, the people you work with, but like my view of humanity is so different Mm -hmm. because I get to see people and I get to see them raw and I get to see their emotions. And, and when they are brave enough to share with me those things about them that they feel shameful about, that they feel guilty about, that they feel are quote unquote bad. Right. And then it's like, no, 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 no. We are human. There's no good or bad. There's we, these containers that we put ourselves in are self-induced torture. And I was the queen of it. I wanted to be good. I wanted to be smart. I wanted to perform. I just needed it all to look good, smell good, be good mm-hmm. at the expense of my life. And then when I got to a point where I was losing life, then it started waking me up to, I never lived my life. I never Mm -hmm. knew who I was. I never knew what I liked just because I liked it. I never, like everything was so worked through by the time I actually did something Mm -hmm. that there was no nourishment in return because when you're performing, you cannot experience it. And that was the hardest thing for me to unwind in me because it was so ingrained in everything that I did, Mm -hmm. that I needed it to be perfect. I needed it to be pretty. I needed it to smell good. And so then the irony of what true healing actually demands of you is true healing says, sorry, you're going to have to drop that perfection at the door to walk in here. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to understand what true unconditional love is through this experience and it is ugly and it is stinky, but it shows up every single day. And it is something more true than you've ever experienced. And it's, you're going to get to a point where it no longer matters how it looks to anybody else because of how it feels to you. And that's where we have to get people because that's the medicine. That's our internal compass. That's how you know what is quote unquote, right or wrong. It's just going to be right or wrong for you. And your body is so true. It will tell you, is this right for you? Yeah. Yes. If it's not, it'll say no. And then life is really simple. Yeah. It will, it will tell you, it will talk to you. It will give you messages, you know, in, in a variety of ways, you know, it's, it's like it, it's usually subtle at first. And then Mm -hmm. if you ignore it, it gets a little bit louder, gets a little more uncomfortable and, you know, and if you continue to ignore, then, you know, then you're hit by a bus. Okay. I'll get your attention. Maybe it's this, you know, I'll I'll just take you out then. And, and so that you have nothing to do, but think and try Mm -hmm. to listen. Yeah. It's, our bodies are just these amazing, intelligent organisms that Mm -hmm. if we just learn how to develop a relationship with it and listen to the language, um, it's amazing how it will, it will not steer you wrong. It it really won't. Um, So is, so back to the voodoo clinic. (laughs) So did, so what happened then after you, your eyes were open to this whole other way of approaching, um, you know, you know, patients or or clients, what, so what happened then? Well, so I just, I couldn't stop going. I was absolutely obsessed, addicted and trying to just like play it off. Like, Oh yeah, I know of this world. So I'm just going to get a couple more hours, which I didn't need any hours. I was just obsessed. And, um, so I kept going back, kept going back. And like, there was something within me that said everything that you're about to say yes to, which was allopathic medical, uh, medical school and that whole world, it just felt disgusting. And, um, I shadowed so much that summer, like every single day I could be there. They let me come 
and the MD, um, he was an integrative doctor. He at one point was like, you need to meet somebody. And I was like, okay. And it was a naturopathic doctor and I got to sit in with him and he would come and take the hardest cases. And so I would watch him do this stuff with like ALS, MS, all of these things that I thought you couldn't touch. Mm. And then I became like even more obsessed because this was the world I was living in. And then I was like, okay, so scratch everything that you ever thought you knew. There's a possibility. But I was still so hard headed and so indoctrinated that I was like, um, what if I just go do the other and then put a natural twist on it? And da, 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 cause ah. I still wanted that world. I still wanted everything that I worked for. So I had actually gone to the MD at the end. Cause I had to choose between naturopathic medical school and allopathic medical school. And it was like right there. And so I was like in a time crunch. Cause I had to get to either San Diego in two weeks or just go ahead and start there in the town that I was in. And so I was like crunch time. Mm-hmm. And so I went to him. I never asked him any questions, never And the one question I asked him was like, which way do I go? Like, what do I choose? Do I choose natural medicine or do I choose allopathic and then go natural like you did? And he just said, I can't answer that for you. And I was like, you've got to freak. I've literally not asked you any questions. The only question I asked, you can't give me an answer, but now. Come on, come on, man. (laughs) The value that I got from that is something that I could never um, Mm -hmm. imagine because then, you know, I broke down in my car that day outside the clinic and I was just like mad. Because I wanted someone to make the decision so that if it was wrong, it wasn't my fault. And if I gave right. it to a world that my family valued, my friends valued, I had worked so hard for that it, it, I would feel better about it because it wasn't me, right? Mirror that on what's going on right now in the world too, if you're listening to this. I wanted somebody else to make the decision for me so that if it didn't, if it wasn't quote unquote right, I wouldn't be at fault for screwing up my life. So... Mm-hmm. I had to make Mm -hmm. the decision. I made the decision and I jumped all in and I said, if this, the other didn't work. So I've got to give something else a shot for my life. And so then I said, if this thing is going to work, it is going to prove itself to me and I will just do it. So throughout medical school, I, I, cause I came in unlike the rest of them, other people knew about herbs, other people, like I showed up on the first day drinking out of a plastic bottle and they're all talking about like how, like their glass bottles. And I'm like, I was like, so behind the curve. Like I was still wearing like <laughs> deodorant and like all of this stuff. So I was just, yeah, yeah. I did not fit in that world. Um, but then I just like embraced it and I went all in on my choice and I never looked back. And I, I just made it a point to make sure that this was real. Cause then it, there was a little bit of something in me that said, okay, if this thing can't prove itself, if I'm not healed at the end of this thing, then I'm going to go back and I'm going to do the other because at least that one's guaranteed to have a successful life. Right. right. So there's still this like chip on my shoulders of like, okay, you better freaking prove yourself. Cause I just gave you my whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm moving away from my hometown where all of my family is. I'm moving away from a life. I'm giving up everything that I spent so much time to get. And I'm choosing this, but that was the medicine because mm-hmm. for the first time in my life, I chose something for me in the face of people not understanding, in the face of, you know, Mm -hmm. family members saying that you're wasting your time, your money, your intelligence, that this world is quacks, that this is da, 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 da. And then I even Google it. And you don't want to Google that stuff at that time. because you're like, (laughs) What the hell am I doing? Right. So everything was pushing against me and I stood there and I still chose it. And the intensity of that choice, the intensity of me choosing me for the first time. Mm -hmm. 
just gave me just a totally different perspective. And then I just was determined to change every last thing about me. Cause I realized I like looked back at me and I just looked at her and I was like, she's not me. Like, I don't know who she is, but she is not me. I don't know. I don't even know me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell you my favorite color. I didn't know like my favorite food. Cause it was just mine. And so I was just like mad to a yeah. degree too. Of, like I didn't, haven't got to live my life. I've been jumping through hoops. No wonder I'm not well. There's no reason to be here. I don't like any of it. And so then I just unraveled and unraveled and it got messy and my skin freaked out and my body freaked out. And this was the quote unquote healing. And so I was just like, had to tell myself every single day, like, you know, I I wrote something on a blog one time. I used like a hair, like tragedy. I fried my hair off in college one time. And the only way I got through it was like, if I'm shaving my legs every freaking day, then this thing up here has to be growing. So we're just going to move forward and keep wearing a beanie. (laughs) But that experience, I like just put on top of this other healing of like, I am not putting anything bad in my body. I'm doing everything in my power to, to do everything I can to help this body do what it could do. Mm -hmm. So if that is true, then I have to be healing. And I just like gritted my teeth and like move forward every single day. And I felt terrible and I didn't have anyone guiding me. So I basically stayed the same or got worse for two whole years in medical school. And so I had this huge psychological battle of you're wrong. Look at this. Your skin's never been this bad your whole entire life. Your mm-hmm. spine is, is changing shape. You can't feel your feet, your da. The reality of how it looked made me want to stop and run the other direction. But me just thinking through the simplicity of did I do something better yesterday than I did today? Then according to what I'm learning, I have to be better today than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Even if I just had a tablespoon more of water, even if I just had one more grape, even if I just didn't have dairy one day, even if I just, and then I was like, and I'm doing a shit ton. So then I kept just being like, hold, please just hold. And I would go to things and people would be eating pizzas and drinking alcohol. And I'm sitting there breaking out in hives, drinking lemon water. And just like, this doesn't make any sense. I hope to God this thing works because what am I experiencing? Mm -hmm. But that right there is why my practice is called grit. Because then when I looked back, when I got to rerun my labs and everything was gone and you couldn't diagnose me with anything. And I was like feeling the magnitude of this. I sat down and was just like, what got me here? Because it didn't feel good. It felt worse than I had ever. I felt better before I started than I did during that whole healing time. And so then I was looking at myself and I was like, what got you here? Because this is so sweet. This is it like still makes me want to cry. It's so beautiful here. And what if I never like in my head, I was just like, what if I would have stopped the day before? What if I would have stopped the week before because it was so bad and my skin was so atrocious and all of this stuff? What if I would have stopped instead of saying, I know that the laws of nature say that if I'm doing all of these things, it has to be changing. So Mm -hmm. hold and take care of your mind because the mind is the problem and push through it and push through it and push through it. And then you get there and you're like, I had never, I realized that I had never felt good. I didn't even have something to compare it to until that point. And I was like, did you know when you breathe, you can, you just feel really 
you feel really good. <laughs> Did you know that you can have energy all day? The simple things. <laughs> yeah. like you can feel like you, your feet feel really good on the ground and like just so yeah. all of these really beautiful things. And so that's when I was just like, it was the grit because mm. some part of my upbringing, you know, we grew up on a farm, we hoed cotton, we did all of this, you know, physical work and it wasn't always fun. And I I looked back and I was like, I I think the only, I think the healing, I think the medicine was not in any of the doing, but it was in the grit that was required to get me through it. Mm -hmm. And so then through medical school, I learned how to make it quicker, how to kind of help the body more. Cause I was just a walking experiment and I had no guide (laughs) and I was new to that world. Yeah. So that's how all of this came about. And then I got to a point where, you know, um, I was controlled by the tools that were, I was utilizing to improve my physical well-being, And then that's what leveled me up into this quantum world was like, okay, it, if I am not well, if I remove these inputs, then that must, what's, what's going on. <laughs> and that's when I finally was like, because some parts of you have not changed. You still engage in relationships the way you did before you got in this, because you are a people pleaser. And I was like, shit, that's got to change. And then it was like, okay, you still won't say no. When you feel a mind, body, soul, no, you don't want to offend them. So you acquiesce to the moment to kind of skid around it because you don't want to have a, that's got to change. Ah, you don't like, yeah, conflict, avoid conflict. Yeah. And so then I started going and like going directly into all of those things and saying, you're going to change, you're going to change, you're going to change. And when I changed those, this other was irrelevant. And I was like, what just happened? Mm. And that's when I got into starting to study because I wanted to understand. And I got into this world of the quantum physics, quantum mechanics, how this metaphysical background actually works, how our mind, body cells actually work. Yeah. And then I was like, holy shit, that's what I experienced. I changed So explain a little bit about that. So I'm very familiar with that. But for our listeners that are Mm -hmm. like, well, I've heard the word quantum and quantum physics and quantum mechanics and quantum healing and, you know, but for somebody that is like, I don't really understand what they're talking about. What is a a very simple way? Like if you are going to explain what you mean by quantum Mm -hmm. healing or quantum medicine to a 12 year old, how would you describe that? Yes. And that's kind of the world I like to stay in because I think if we overcomplicate things, I think if we remove things so far to where you have to have a guru, a workbook, a translation system of any kind to access it, then it's not true. So I love that you just said that. Um, And that's, that's exactly what this is. And I, I usually just say what I came to realize is quantum is just a really cool world to, to saying, be here in the world as it is not as you think it is, not as you've been told it is, not Mm -hmm. any other way, but be here and observe things as they are. And then understand that you are an active participant in what you are experiencing. So no longer can you be in your world and say that the world is doing things to me. Because in that world, that's where all of this other stuff can even fit in because Mm -hmm. you have no power. Right. But this other world is saying that you are just as valid as the tree. You are just as valid as the sun and whatever made all of that made you. Mm -hmm. So then if you get on the level of whatever made all of that made you, then you have to start thinking of yourself on the level of the magnitude that we give to the solar system. 
to the sun, to nature, to waterfalls, to the ground, you're the same thing. And so then if it works in nature, you also have to understand that it works in you, that there are certain principles that work no matter what. But Mm -hmm. the cool thing about being a human is that if you can access other parts of your being, you can actually go against even what nature does and you can change the outcome of things, which is what those research studies are saying is even the act of observing something right. changes that which is being observed and yeah. who is changing it, whoever is looking at it. And so this is where this is more important during our time right now mm-hmm. than anything else on the planet. What are you looking at? What are you consuming? What are you giving your vitality? Because we are so um, rigid and controlled with our finances. Like we want to make sure everything is worth the investment. Even if it's like $10, people like they don't want to waste their money. But when it comes to our vitality, our life, our life force, we throw it away. Like it's just like nothing. Right. When if we looked at it, according to what this quantum world is saying is like everything that you do, wherever you look, you change that environment. So just us stepping outside in our backyard, we are changing those plants. Those plants Mm -hmm. are changing us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is the world that we live in. And if you can even just acknowledge that, like me showing up in a room changes the room. It has to. Yeah. And then my awareness, the way I believe, the way I think my intentions are what dictate more of the output than anything else. And so that's even with like the example that I try to give people is like, say that um, you wanted to go or somebody wanted like a friend wanted you to go help them and (laughs) you didn't want to go. You don't want to help them. You want to do your own thing. You want to stay in your house that day. You don't even want to put on pants but you feel guilty. So you go help them. So in the world of how things look, you were good. You were a good person. You went and helped them. You showed up. But what you were thinking inside was, I freaking hate this. I can't wait till I get home. I can't believe this is, and I'm, I'm kind of mad at her right now. Like I don't even like for no reason. Yeah. You're changing that environment. So what you've actually done is done harm to you, the individual, the environment, because you're not in accordance to what is true. Because if you felt if it was true, you would feel good, which is another nod to our internal navigation system. When yeah. you feel good, you're in alignment with something that is true. And so then if you take that same scenario and you, the person was like, I actually don't, I, I don't want to put pants on today. That's, I, it's not an excuse, but that's the best I got because it's true. You have actually done something positive. If we want to think in the world of positive, negative, good, and bad for that scenario, for that human. And you've opened her up to something that's going to be more beneficial to her because you are acting in accordance to something that's true. But the world we live in says, no, the good scenario was her going no matter what at the expense of her emotions, at the expense of how she felt. And Mm -hmm. then her intentions there, I'm just doing it. So she's not mad at me, or maybe so that she'll do something Mm -hmm. else that I want her to do in a week. And what's true in this world is that the intentions going into it are like so much more important than the, the showing up. Right. Because there's still an energy there. It's still your intentions and your thoughts and your beliefs. They are still energy. And 
even if a person isn't consciously picking up on an yeah. energy that you are maybe not even consciously putting out, yes. if it's the if it's how you truly feel, it's it's going out there. It's it's yeah. being put out, and so then you have this, uh, like you say, um, you know, it changes things. So mm -hmm. even if it's not uh, perceptible in the moment, to mm -hmm. consciously to whoever's involved, there's still that entanglement of energy exactly. that right that is going on. Yeah. Nothing that we can see, yeah. but it's it's felt on some level exactly and it does and so, change things exactly and so then we apply this to something physical like say you and i are going to drink a green juice okay so mm -hmm. if somebody were to look at us both drinking a green juice they're like oh my gosh they're so healthy they're doing really good things for their body mm, maybe let's ask better questions let's go into this quantum world of the things that we can't see feel taste touch what's going on here so we look at you and you look at the green juice and you're all giddy and you can't wait to taste it. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to give me so much energy and I love it and I feel good. And just, I'm so happy about it. Like, you're just like overly excited about it and you're excited and it's going to make you feel going to make you, and you're going to feel so good with it. That's sure. the extent of what you're thinking. You drink it, you get that benefit times 10 mm -hmm. on the quote unquote positive side. Okay. So say I have a green juice and I'm looking at it and what I'm thinking right there is, I don't really like it, but I made it better today. So it tastes pretty good. So it's okay. Um, this is better than, you know, the latte that I actually wanted. Um, but I'm drinking this to prevent cancer. What yeah. does that human drink down? They do not, they get whatever benefit that just the natural amount of the compounds in that solution have mm -hmm. on physiology. So they'd still get probably a net positive, maybe depending on how intense their belief was. Right. But if their right. belief is I am drinking this to prevent cancer, we've got to understand what your neurology, your subconscious, how this world actually works. You're mm -hmm. drinking down a, a jar that says cancer to yourselves. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter what it looks like on the outside. So right. this is where this is quantum. And yes. that's where it is very much in your control, in your reality. Mm -hmm. You have access to it right now in every single moment. But what happens is a lot of people want something to do and they don't want to change and they yeah. want something to be they we don't want to change us we don't want to look in the mirror and be like um sweetheart you're our biggest problem but i love you because you're also the most powerful thing on the planet but you're a big problem right now and so then how do you turn that scenario into something medicinal my side if i'm looking at something to prevent cancer i have got a shit ton of work to do psychologically right because yep. we can't just like look at it and be like so this is where people are like okay affirmations i'm doing this to be well i'm doing this to be well i'm doing this to be well and, and your body's like mm -hmm. you are adorable but this is annoying and you're lying because mm -hmm. the body is true and so the body responds to what is true not how it looks not how it smells not how aunt susie thinks it is mm -hmm. it responds to what is true and if what is true for you in that moment is you are only drinking that to prevent cancer, you're better off having something that when you look at it, you just get a little mind orgasm because you're so right. excited to taste it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's the truth, truth of our world. And so that's why everyone's so caught up in the doing of stuff. And I'm sitting there saying, how are you doing it? Why are you doing it? And they're right. like, oh, that doesn't matter. It does. Or the else belief. all of the doing yeah. would have yeah. worked by now. Yeah. And so this is where everyone's yeah. like, there's so many conflicting things. There's not. There's the belief 
is what is happening here. Yeah. The belief, right? I mean, yeah. the belief has a biology, not to steal mm-hmm. Bruce Lipton's, you know, but there, yeah. the biology of belief is yeah. an absolute, it, it's absolute 100% accurate. Absolutely. And if you don't know it in your own heart and soul, then then go look at the science because yeah. it's all there. So if you need yeah. science, the we'll science is there. You'll yeah. find it. Um, yeah. But I, I agree. I think somebody, um, to use your example, drinking green juices all day because they were told that that's yeah. going to help them not get cancer yeah. um, is probably in a, in a weaker position mm-hmm. um, and more vulnerable than yeah. the person that's like, oh, I'm going to go have you know a Dairy Queen and a pizza tonight and I feel amazing. I love life. Yeah. Everything is great. Yeah. So, because the belief is so powerful. So on that, um, what do you think, I just want to get your thoughts because obviously you, you touched on it a little earlier when you said, you, you know, you were, you were doing okay, maybe not um, optimal health, but you were doing okay until you got to college and then you did a series of vaccines and then things went to shit, right? Um, so, uh, so now, you know, that's what is up. That's what's up. Um, I guess what I'm wondering, what, what do you tell your clients who come in and it's not the ones that have decided that's not for me. It's Mm -hmm. not the ones that have decided that is for me and I have done it or I will do it. It's for, what do you say, what can we offer to the ones that perhaps did go ahead, got it, and now regret it and are fearful that they have something that they can't, Mm -hmm. you know, get rid of. What can we tell those people about how they can emotionally, mentally empower themselves, um, not to make themselves vulnerable to something that may or may not be, you know, of of an effect? Right. Uh, So the mental, emotional part, and then um, what do you suggest that is something, it's almost like, how do we help people become their own alchemist Absolutely. and, yeah. and transform something that it is in them that they may be fearful about mm-hmm. into something that they don't have to fear. Exactly. And I, I, that's such a beautiful way to put it because then if you're listening and, and the vaccine is not even of interest to you, put this on anything that's going on in your body that you think has power over you, right? Exactly. Um, This is not, again, like we said at the very beginning, all of this is not a unique scenario. It's just called something different, right? Mm -hmm. There's a new celebrity on the streets with regards to psychological manipulation within the health industry. So, but this is so important because this is what's stealing people's health, vitality, um, and aliveness and so much of their attention is being captured by fear. And so one of the things that um, I tell any person that has found me after, right, they got this thing and then they're just tortured, tormented by it. The mm-hmm. first thing I always say is we've got to get really, really honest. And, and it sucks sometimes because our stories are this powerful, but it's also cool because our stories are this powerful. Mm-hmm. And my, my question is what's going on right now? like really. And so we can scan the body. We can understand what symptoms you're having. And then I, my next question is, do you know for certain, I need you to tell me honestly, do you know for certain you knew what was in that vial that went into your arm? 
And most of them will say yes. And I'm like, how do you know? And then there's some kind of backtracking and we don't know. Okay. So is there a chance that something could have happened? You got the saline solution. Something could have happened. And the batch that you got, again, was just saline. Something could have happened. And like, whatever, come up with a story. Is there a chance? Because if you can't say that you went and said, hey, can I have a drop or two of what you're about to put in my body so I can go and analyze it in a lab that has the capacity to get on that level to even understand what's in it, then you can't say that you know what was in it. Okay. So that's one thing. So then don't hang your hat on something that you don't know for certain because it's a story and there's a potential. And if there's a potential, there's unlimited potentials. Right. So don't torture yourself with one that you think that you know, because even in, there's so many things in the medical industry that we can go back and look and be like, so-and-so got sued because they were giving people what they thought was an active, you know, Mm -hmm. pharmaceutical compound. And they just were giving out sugar pills to save money and blah, 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 blah. You don't know unless you were there. And so don't torture yourself with a story. First of all, just have like the grace and the kindness to yourself to not do that. Okay. So then what we're left with is whatever is here. If you had physical changes, which I am a human, I didn't even know about vaccines, which is why I signed up to keep getting all three, even after I had symptoms after the first one. Cause I was like, this thing, I don't know, I guess just do the next <laughs> one. What we're supposed to do <laughs> this thing go away. Blind um, trust. And mm-hmm. so then I was in that position. Cause then you're saying, well, I can't deny what I'm feeling. And then I was like, okay, well, again, let's get really honest. And this was a, I, this is a conversation I had with myself because I tortured myself. I went and looked at all of the adjuvants, all of the DNA particles, where it came. I looked at everything that could have been in what I received mm-hmm. and it didn't help me at all. It didn't improve my life. Not one bit. If mm-hmm. it doesn't improve your life, why the hell are you doing it? Okay. That's another component of this. Then we get here. Okay. I am having physical symptoms. I didn't have prior to this. Now what? Okay. Well, there's certain things that we can do within the physical body. The body heals no matter what. So you can't have an except for everyone likes to have an except for, but it's an opportunity for you to go look at your belief systems and know that you are a perfect creation. There's nothing missing, nothing broken. If you came into this world, you have all that you need exactly how you need it. Right. And so There's not something that man can make that your body doesn't know how to already handle. Let's think about that. Because if man could make something that somebody not made by man, which none of us are made by man, we come from man, we are not made by man. How can man come up with something that's something that's working on the level of divinity, the sun, Mm -hmm. the moon, the Mm -hmm. stars, doesn't Mm -hmm. have the capacity to overcome? Is there a chance that maybe your story's wrong? If yes, then let's pause. So then that was another thing that I was like, okay, then I need to go engage where I think my except for was. And for me, I had overcome autoimmune condition, autoimmune. And like, if you haven't even changed anything in your health, I would start like, are you eliminating properly? Go handle that before you try to chase down a vaccine injury. Right. Are you digesting your food? You have no business going after these things because you don't know that that's what it is. You're not even working like a basic human being. Mm -hmm. So to go latch on and say, it's these zebras. How do you know? I don't know if it's true. So I'm, that wouldn't be my go-to. I would get Mm -hmm. you digesting like a regular human being. Mm -hmm. Right. So then that's another component. And then I was sitting there because I could, 
if somebody even said Gardasil, I had a physiological response. And then I was like, shit, mm. <laughs> I made myself worse by learning about this thing. Uh-huh. And then my mental association with all of the shit of the story makes me feel like shit. And so like the example that I always try to give people is like, okay, because um, I went to a movie for the first time in a long time with somebody and it wasn't a movie I would ever go to, but I was like, this will be just like a fun experiment for me. Mm -hmm. And it was a very suspenseful, not a good, positive, good feeling movie at all, but I enjoyed the company. So I was like, I'm going to get through this. I'll just do a little experiment. I'm going to change my feel, how I feel in this environment. Mm -hmm. I felt like shit and I had my eyes closed and I'm sitting there trying to think good thoughts, but the sounds, the feeling of the right. humans around me, yeah. the environment, like I was sweating and I'm sitting there like, I'm not even watching this thing and I am sweating. And I practice this stuff and I'm pretty right. like proud of how, you know, much I've evolved. And I'm like, yeah. this thing ate my lunch. And it's a, movie. a movie. And then I came out of it and was like, oh my gosh, this is the perfect example of what we do. Mm -hmm. We are going and say your horror movie, that theater is the vaccine. And you're sitting in it, watching it every single freaking day, hoping that you feel like how you would feel watching a romantic comedy. That's not how the body works. The body is saying, okay, I'm sitting in a horror film. I'm going to make you sweaty. I'm going to create some adrenaline, some stress hormones, because that's what the music is set here to do. And the people feel it. So you feel the people. And like, we're all just like a stinky mess. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like you, could I exert enough effort in that moment to feel good and like in love and happy and giddy? it takes a shit ton of work. We yeah. have the capacity, but you, you're not going to win that anytime soon. So right. what is this with this story? Get out of the movie theater, see how you feel. Don't look at it. Don't listen to the music. Don't mm -hmm. go talk to people who are also watching that horror film right. and expect that your physical body is going to feel like a little twirly, happy, giddy yeah. love story. Yeah. So you yeah. got to get out of that movie theater, go plop yourself down in the other, tie yourself down to the seat if you have to, because your brain's going to want to go back to the other one. Because what if, what if, what if, well, what if? No. Right. Yeah. You need to find the way to disengage. I mean, exactly. unless you are like an accomplished Zen master and there are very <laughs> few of them walking the earth, you know, it takes, it's, it takes, right. It takes, yeah. I mean, we can, we can try, right. We can yeah. try. Um, and, and, and that's the beauty of, of having that as a goal is it's a, yeah. it's a wonderful process to be right? practicing exactly. and the more you practice, the better you get at it. Yeah. And, uh, but it is, it's not something that you go, well, you know what, I'm going to be like, that now and then you flip a no. switch and now you're like the buddha exactly. <laughs> or jay shetty <laughs> well, and the cool thing is is you are buddha you are these people you have access to all of this right now we just right. don't value the practical like for me i would rather i think there's more to being a human more to not being the Zen master up in the Himalayan mountains. I think there's more to being a, a human and being so very human and being like, oh my gosh, I feel like shit. I'm going to change what's right. happening. That's an actual input. I'm not going to go get an herb that I'm, that's going to calm my anxiety while I'm sitting in a movie theater, watching a horror film. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying right. be a human and say, oof, I feel like shit. I'm going to get yeah. up. Even right. if it disrupts the whole movie theater, even if it makes my date uncomfortable and mm -hmm. people have questions or why I'm so sensitive, da, 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 I'm going to get my cute little ass up and I'm going to go and plop it in the movie theater that I actually want to experience with my life and my body right. and my soul. 
Yeah. And like, I think yeah. there's more to that now than everyone expecting that we have to be Zen masters. True. Right? Yeah. I think like, that's I think such a like, great point. Yeah. Such a sweetness to be like, just be a human and be very practical and don't medicate something that, that is just a response to an, an input, a proper right. response to the input. You don't yeah. want to like go and give somebody, you know, anxiety medication or antidepressants because they're watching a horror film in that moment. You're no, just like, why don't we get them out of the horror film? Exactly. There's there's usually a much simpler answer that that isn't self sabotaging that you can do. And yeah. you're right. I think just yeah, being being really willing to just connect with all of the aspects, the wonderful aspects of being mm -hmm. a human being, and yeah. tapping into all of your senses. Yeah. And then you know that's I mean that's why we're right? I mean, I guess that's why we're here, here right? Yeah. We're here in, in the realm of matter and we have all of these senses. And so to, um, to not, to, to not take the advantage of the opportunity to, to feel them and then figure out how to, to use them to really enhance your life and enjoy your life is, exactly. uh, you're leaving a lot on the table, right? Mm -hmm. and, and those are really almost the very things that kind of set you on that path for lack of a better word, toward more enlightenment or a higher consciousness or yeah. whatever. Just yeah. the more that you embody that and feel your own power as a human being, mm -hmm. yeah. the more you're probably going in that direction and you're going to feel more, just, just more fulfilled and at peace with yourself. Yeah. And then you're demonstrating something amazing to those around you. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Wow. Well, I have a shit ton more questions for you, but I'm going to have to ask you if you'll come back. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love to. Yeah, this was this was awesome. You have been so generous with your time. I know we did run over a little bit. So thank right. you for thank you for of being course. willing to do that. But I love everything that you shared. And I think that everyone, if they really, if they're open minded and listen to what we've talked about and the things that you've shared in your own journey, being willing to go through what you went through just I mean, for two years to be that miserable, and you know, you wanted to turn back, but you just you had this the, you listened to your intuition or some mm -hmm. voice that told you to keep going. Yeah. Um, that's, that's such an important thing I really want to drive home to people is if you're trying to turn some things around mm -hmm. and you're feeling like you're going backwards and getting worse, don't necessarily assume that you are, right? You can assume that that is the process of your body going, mm -hmm. okay, I've got some work to do and I am mm -hmm. on it. Just hang with me while yeah. I figure this out for you. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. so beautiful. And it's such a sweetness. Like if you can really absorb what you just touched on there, like if you had that unshakable belief in your wholeness, in your wellness and in your power, if you really, really did life becomes so sweet because then you drop into the grace that is that it is an offering. Like there's nothing you have to do for your body to be like, okay, I'll heal you today. It does it in the background all day long. The sweetness is saying, Hey, I'm here with you and we're going to do this thing. We're going to do it big. And then we're also going to play and we're going to taste and we're going to touch and we're going to feel and we're going to dance and we're going to sing because let's mm -hmm. do this. You're doing all of this to keep me well. Let's, right. let's make this thing beautiful. And if you can drop into that, that's what you just touched on is that it's so sweet. And mm -hmm. that's what you and I kind of touched on in the beginning of this conversation. Like we want everybody to feel that. That's why like, yeah. there's this like, Oh, in us of yeah. like, it's yeah. just so sweet. And like, it's undeniable because when you believe in the brilliance and the magnificence of you, like nobody could come tell us a story. 
Cause we're like, my experience is something so much better mm-hmm. and I don't want your story. I don't need your mm-hmm. fear to, I, right. I'm totally fine. And, and there's yeah. no fear story that could come and disrupt my well being. Mm-hmm. And to know that that is just your birthright is this beautiful thing. So I love that you said that to wrap that up here. Um, we all have it. And if you're listening, if you're here, you have all that you need. And, and that's such a, that's so sweet. If you can really, really, really drop in and know it. Right. Yeah. Perfect words to end on. However, before I let you go, please tell everyone where they can find out more about you if they would like to. Absolutely. So my website is gritnaturalmedicine.com. If you want to work with me, uh, you can reach out to us. We do things very differently. We require lots of change and, um, we're soft, but we are gritty. So um, it's definitely an adventure. Then I am on social media at Grit Natural and at Dr. Cassie Huckabee. Perfect. And we will also include those links in our show notes so people can find you easily. Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Dr. Cassie. This has been a joy. And that is a wrap. So everybody listening, thank you so much for spending time with me and Dr. Cassie Huckabee today. Make sure to check out her website and social media. You're going to love what you find there. And uh, and if you want to find out what private coaching with me is all about, just head on over to lauriebischoff.com. And I just want to remind you all before we go, all of your outward expression begins in the mind. And that includes the degree of health that we experience. So don't forget, mind your mind. Okay, on that note, I will see you all next week. Stay feisty, my friends. Stay healthy and go make some epic shift happen in your lives. And that goes for you too, Mr. Gary B.